Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that you can begin to fuel that real dopamine. Out of everything we talked today, brainstorm which ways intuitively sound the best for you. As humans, it's very common for us to take a person, a place, a thing, and make it a part of us, to identify with it, to allow it to affect our emotional states and our reactivity. And that's codependency. It's not just to a person or a relationship. It's to anything impact on your worth because nothing truly does. What is up, guys? And welcome to this new season the hot girl science season. And what does that mean? What does it mean to be a hot girl? It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter what you look like. A hot girl is truly just being confident and sexy and empowered. And when you know about yourself, you are able to love yourself deeper. And science is sexy as fuck. Like it doesn't have to be so overstimulating and complicated. In fact, when we pair the intuitive downloads with science, we are able to come to better conclusions for how to actionably move forward and apply this to our life. So this is the hot girl science season. We're going to be talking about codependency. In later episodes, we're going to talk about flow state. We're going to talk about morning routines. We're going to talk about science behind all these different things so that you can give your brain the evidence that it needs to create real change because the brain deeply wants proof. It deeply wants evidence because it just wants logic. It wants to be proven. Why should I do this? Why should I listen to this? Why should I take action on this? So this is the science to fucking back it up and it's hot girl science because to know yourself is to love yourself and that is when you glow and that's when you are sexy as fuck it's not about what you look like like being hot is an energy it's an energy of walking in the room and knowing who the fuck you are not in a cocky way but in a humble grounded way that is the goal here 
So I'm so excited to dive into this mini series season. I recorded this before I left. When you listen to this, I will be in Bali. So you can check out my story. I'm really excited. And that is just like the current life update with me. Today is the blue full moon in Pisces. So you're going to be hearing this a little bit later. Once in a blue moon, baby. And it is tearing me apart. I'm about to start my period. Mercury retrograde. I just like recorded a bunch of podcasts and they just disappeared. I deleted them. But it was an accident. And Mercury retrograde is really retrograding so I was like I'm frustrated I'm not gonna record and then I was like you know what this information is so important I need to get this to you guys like I've been doing the research on this and putting so much time and effort into putting the pieces together and connecting the dots and I'm like you need to hear this I need to continue in my purpose even when I'm feeling frustrated so I took a break for a couple hours and now I'm back and I'm so excited to dive into this episode we're going to be talking about codependency and this is something I've deeply struggled with in my life so I'm really excited to dive into this because learning this information so far has helped me identify so many cracks where I can patch it up in my codependency because codependency really impacts my self-worth. When I'm codependent on another being, on a substance, on a situation, when I'm attaching my worth to something else, I'm taking away my power. So I think to be educated on codependency and the ways to work through it is empowering as fuck. And I can't wait to get into it. Before we get into it, guys, welcome I'm Kayla Rose. I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping, where we dive into the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. I'm so grateful for this platform. I'm so grateful for you guys. Before we begin, I just wanted to have a moment of silence for Maui and everything that's been happening here. If you don't know, I'm born and raised on the island of Maui, and as you probably have seen, there has been devastating fires. So many lives have been lost, like so many guys. It's like so sad, and so many families have lost everything, their houses, their livelihoods, their business, and Maui is deeply grieving. There is a deep sense of grief here, even if you weren't directly impacted by it. So I just wanted to take this moment to all collectively hold space and send light and love to the families, to the island, to the souls. And I just want us to take one second to just pause and send light. Imagine the island being showered in light and just a quick little prayer for Maui. Thank you guys. Okay. All the links will be below to donate to the families. There's this one click donation link. If you don't want to directly donate to just one family because it's really hard to choose because hundreds and hundreds need our help, you can go ahead and donate to the one link donation and they will spread it out evenly across all the vetted families that need our help. So you can do that to donate to everyone in some way, shape or form. Anything helps, even if it's just $5. GoFundMe connects to your Venmo. It's super easy and please take the time and subscribe if you're new and let's fucking get into this codependency the reason I wanted to talk about codependency is because I have deeply struggled with it in my life I just attach how I feel to how my friends feel how my boyfriend feels I attach how I feel to substances like weed or social media I attach my worth to my job or my productivity and these are all forms of codependency I think we talk about codependency a lot in terms of relationships and typically they talk about it in terms of like uh, a narcissist and a codependent person but I would just like to say like being a codependent person doesn't just have to do with what relationship you're in it's a trait that you typically have taken on from childhood and a trait that you've learned that carries across every single aspect of your life and we'll get into the signs of how you can identify if you are a codependent being but basically how I would phrase and describe codependency is 
If your emotional state is impacted by another person, a substance, a certain group, any sort of drama or situation or job or belief, that is a codependency. If your emotional state is being affected by something else outside of yourself, that is a form of codependency. And of course, there's so many different levels to codependency, but I just want us to all be more empowered. So even if you are just codependent in a little way, like there's a little thread of codependency still in you, I still want to give you the information that you need to clear it out and heal it. Because like at some capacity, all of us are codependent to something, some more than others. And it really stems from this pandemic of loneliness. And, you know, I'll get into this a little bit later, but just to give you a sneak peek of what's to come, we really crave to be connected. Like innately in our DNA, we want to be connected because, you know, in the past when our brains were evolving, we wanted to be part of a tribe or be part of a group because that meant we were going to be safe, to be accepted, to belong to a group that allowed us to feel safe. And I think there's so much individualism and a pull towards individualism and away from community efforts that, you know, a lot of us feel alone, especially people my age. I'm 24 and I think a lot of us just like feel so alone. And, you know, we may be more connected on the internet than ever, but I feel like we're more disconnected than ever from the people in our life, specifically like because of social media and because of the internet and because of that new way of connecting, we have lost the urge to really prioritize connecting in real life with like community and with real people to feel that sense of belonging. So, you know, I think it's just something that we're really dealing with and I want to figure out the ways to heal that so that we can heal this codependency. I really think that is that root of loneliness, you know, and not feeling good enough. I think that also has to do with it. But I think some misconceptions around codependency that I really want to go over is that one, it's just for relationships. It's not. Codependency is on substances. Like I feel like I can be very codependent on weed during different cycles and phases of my life. If I don't have it, like at nighttime, like I get super irritable and I get reactive and I'm just not my highest self. And I think that is a form of codependency. If you vape or if you love to party and go out or if you love social media or some people who like, you know, are addicted to porn, all these different aspects that we base how we feel off of our addictions, that's a form of codependency. It can also come from drama. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I am currently in Bali and in Indonesia. Before I came here, I realized like I'm going to be here for like a month and I need to have my skincare but i can't have like an endless amount of trending skincare products like it's just not for me i need to find just like one or two products that truly work for me and my skin this episode is supported by one skin it's founded by a team of four female phd level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging So basically, after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide basically is scientifically proven to target age, also called senescent cells, which is the main source of skin aging, and it actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Unlike most skincare products on the market, one skin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. And I love that. I love getting to the root cause with science-backed information and the reason why i'm specifically obsessed with one skin and why i manifested working with them because i was already obsessed with them before working with them is because it's all in one two-step skincare 
which is how it should be. When I'm going on vacation and exploring the world and I need to keep things simple and minimal, having a two-step skincare system that actually works and is backed by science is all I need. I think what surprised me and made me fall in love with their products the most is how it absorbs so fast into your skin and leaves it so, so soft. And for a limited amount of time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code, all caps, skinny dipping at oneskin.co. It's also going to be linked below. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. I'm so excited excited about this guys you have to check them out get 15% off with the code cap skinny dipping at oneskin.co that's 15% off oneskin.co with the code all caps skinny dipping we only have one body one skin and only one you so you can choose to make it better make your skin glow from the inside out from a molecular level backed by science we love the hot girl science. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off with OneSkin with our code Skinny to Pink. Check it out below. You will not regret this. And I don't know how long this offer is going to be available. So, so check it out now. All these different aspects that we base how we feel off of our addictions, that's a form of codependency. It can also come from drama. Like I asked my mom, we were talking about codependency and she works at a restaurant and I was like, are you like impacted by your coworkers? Like, does their mood affect your mood? Does their reactions create you to react? Because in some way that is a form of codependency. And she was like, oh my God, yeah, I guess I am somewhat codependent to the work life, the coworkers, the drama. We all find codependency in these different ways and it's not just for relationships, the other misconception I wanted to go over is that codependency, people think it means you are dependent on something, which that is not necessarily true. I think you can depend on something and rely on something without it being codependency because I think codependency is when it impacts your mood, your emotional state. Are you reacting? Are you hurting so deeply because of relying on something else? Does that make sense? It's not necessarily just depending on something. It does go an inch farther and it impacts who you believe you are. It impacts your self-concept, your self-identity, which nothing really should because you are you and nothing you know can impact that once we begin to heal those codependent parts of ourself. And it's basically just saying like, if you're good, I'm good. You know, in friendships and relationships, that's how it shows up in people pleasing. Like, if you're good, I'm good. I remember when, like, I mean, even now to a smaller extent, I feel like I don't plan activities with my friends as much anymore because I was so codependent on my friends when we would go out and do something fun. We would be going to sunset or on a hike or having an adventure day and I would have planned it all and I just wanted everyone to be happy and my mood was directly impacted by if other people were feeling good and if not, then I was feeling anxious like I needed to make sure that they were feeling okay and that is this codependency in full effect. If you're good, I'm good. That's basically what it's saying. But the goal is for it to not impact our emotional state and how we feel about ourselves. I think the questions that we want to answer today is how can we be good by ourselves and how can we create a sense of interdependence? Because that's what we want. We don't want to be completely isolated and alone and individualized. I think that is what is really fueling this era of codependency because we are all feeling so alone and with lack of community. I've talked to so many young people who just feel like they're struggling to make community and the world is just different than it once was. 
after you get out of high school or college, especially with so many people working from themselves or working from home, we just don't have that same daily community that's not like your best friends, but there's still like the friendly faces that you see every single day. And I think that's really important to feel that sense of belonging. We want to create this sense of independence where we stand by ourselves in our highest empowerment and other people do too. And then everything is interwoven and connected and we help each other by helping ourselves first to be empowered as a collective, knowing that we all have different talents and skills and ability to contribute to the collective. But what's really important about this is we're not, you know, identifying our sense of worth off of somebody else or something else or a group because we know that we are beautiful and inherently worthy on our own. And other people feel that too, but then we work together and that creates interdependence. So here are some signs that you may not realize are impacts from being codependent. Having low self-esteem, low self-worth, looking outside of yourself for purpose or fulfillment, people-pleasing, that's a big one. Trying to fix like quote-unquote broken people, like you're always being the therapist friend, the healer friend, like you're trying to fix everyone and everything around you. Needing to be with someone, a relationship hopper. I'm not deeming any of these as good or bad also. Everything is neutral until you put meaning to it. These are just things to notice. You don't need to judge yourself if you're like, oh, I relate to that. Like, it's not good, bad. Like, stop judging yourself. Stop fucking judging yourself. Give yourself grace. We want to identify it and notice it without judgment and with neutrality. Okay, if your partner, for example, this is the one that I always do. If your partner makes plans without you and you just like, freak out and you just like feel so offended and take it so personally that is a big sign if you are sensitive or upset when other people are sad or upset or angry you really take on other people's emotions if you are resentful because you feel like you do more for others than they do for you if your mood changes because of other people if you feel like you really need weed vape alcohol social media or anything else that is a substance and without it you feel irritable If you feel hooked on drama with maybe a twisted perspective to make you feel connected to other people, a sense of belonging, if you relate to people over shit talking or drama, if you feel territorial over your friends, if you feel depressed when you're alone for even one day, or you ever betray your authenticity in a group of people because you want to fit in. Those are just some signs. And like I said before, I feel like we are in this pandemic of codependency. We're in this age of being expected to be connected always through social media, but everyone feels more alone literally than ever. This lack of community and this individualism, you know, and this constant stimulation that we have in society just has us feeling desperate to not feel alone. So I'm going to go over some science that has to do with this and kind of like why we pick up codependency. And, you know, I'm not a neuroscientist. This is research that I've done. A lot of it is from like the National Institute of Health and other peer reviewed articles or sites. So I tried my best to do my research for you guys. My little Gemini moon was glowing and And yeah, but do your own research. Obviously, I'm not a neuroscientist. This is hot girl science and I'm a hot girl. That's for sure. So codependency, you know, really starts as this need for connection, but instead it almost creates these neural pathways that mimic addiction. I had a hard time finding information on codependency in the brain. There's not a lot of research I have found and discovered. But what I did find research on is addiction. And I really do see them as very similar. I see them as mirrors, as parallels to each other. Because to feel like you are depending on something else for your sense of self-worth or feeling good or feeling inspired or feeling energized, 
I think that is what people struggle with in addiction is, you know, wanting to displace their sadness elsewhere. And what happens is as we begin to play out this pattern, humans are creatures of patterns and pattern recognition is so important when you're trying to heal anything. So as humans, as we continue to affirm that we need something else or we need someone else or we need another group or situation to feel good about ourselves, it begins to become our habitual nature because of neuroplasticity. So basically, Donald Hebb talked about neuroplasticity in this way. The neurons that fire together, wire together. That's the saying. So basically, when you have neurons that go off at the same time, like multiple times, the more they do that together, the easier it is for that neural pathway to become a constant pattern in your life. And codependency really is a pattern. It's really a habit that so many of us develop very early on. And codependency and addiction, the real fuel of this is dopamine addiction. It's getting that dopamine. It's getting that hit. And then we want to go back for more because we're lifting up and then we get dropped back down. The teeter-totter must go both ways. The pendulum must go both ways. So we're getting this hit of codependency that makes us feel connected, that gives us dopamine, that gives us oxytocin, that gives us serotonin. And we get that hit, we get that high, and then we want more. Therefore, the neurons are firing together and they're wiring together and it becomes this habit it becomes this pattern that becomes more difficult to break but the good news about it is we do have the ability to rewire our brain by retraining it through conscious decision to pair different neurons firing together to replace the old pattern this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. if you've been listening to the podcast for a moment You know, I'm an anxious girly and I really struggle with the paranoia and the racing thoughts and I'm a Gemini moon and my mind just goes literally at a million miles per hour to the point where sometimes I can't fall asleep and it keeps me up at night. And for me personally, I need to externally process and get support and get help because or else like my anxious thoughts will just like completely take over and that's why I absolutely love therapy because it gives me a place to do that to share and and get the weight off my chest of all these anxious and racing thoughts so that I can get out of negative thought cycle patterns and find more emotional and mental peace so guys if you're not in therapy I really 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 recommend giving therapy a try because it has absolutely changed my life personally and if you, if you don't know where to begin, BetterHelp is a great place to start because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, which is so important because, you know, sometimes you just need to, like, try a couple ones to find the right person for you. So if you need help balancing these anxious racing thoughts and need support, try BetterHelp. And I got you guys a deal for 10% off. Visit betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping today to get 10% off your first month. It's also going to be linked below. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny dipping. Because according to the National Institute of Health, any two cells that activate at the same time will become associated, making the task easier to perform over and over and over again. So because we had this lack of connection during this like era of social media and individualism, which individualism isn't a bad thing, like it's a good thing. I'm glad that people are moving towards wanting to stand on their own. It's just about having that interdependency rather than disconnection. Because we're feeling alone, we're constantly looking for those dopamine hits and those oxytocin hits to make us feel better. 
you know dopamine as the reward chemical but it's actually the pursuit chemical so we think that when we get the reward we have the most dopamine but actually it begins to climb and whatever we are pursuing whatever we think is going to make us feel good at the end it's actually the pursuit of it that creates the dopamine and once we actually achieve the thing or get the thing the dopamine actually drops off and then we are left wanting more oxytocin is the trust hormone oxytocin creates a bond of codependency because it really does feel good people call it like the cuddle drug because it has to do with connection and our deep innate inherent yearning for connection so oxytocin creates a bond of codependency with a person or group it can be created through eye contact through touch through vulnerable conversation through empathy through anything that is soothing So if something is soothing you and it's creating that trust, it's creating that oxytocin, that is going to develop this codependency. And it feels good. So obviously we want more of it. And when it comes to codependency, a lot of times people people please or they compromise their own authenticity to fit in or make somebody else happy because we have these neurons called mirror neurons and it basically is monkey see, monkey do. Like when you see someone else smiling, you're going to smile because you know that's going to make them feel connected to you and they're going to like you. If you see somebody sit back, you're going to also sit back. If you see someone lean forward, you're going to lean forward. We have these mirror neurons in order to feel connected and we know if we mirror we will receive the oxytocin and that dopamine because we will feel reassurance that we are connected and we are liked and wanting other people to like us that's an addiction that's a codependency because we're basing our own self-worth off of it so we have oxytocin which deeply impacts wanting to be codependent on something to feel connected to feel less alone and then to feel less sad we want dopamine you know because the loneliness creates the sadness within us and dopamine tells us to do more of that do more of that that feels good pursue that go after that motivate towards that because that feels good and then it peaks and then it drops off as soon as you have your goal or you feel connected According to the director of National Institute of Drug Abuse, Dr. Nora D. Valkow, dopamine drives addiction. And what we need to do is to give addicts dopamine addiction replacements. That is the key. And according to this book by Lembick, who is the medical director of addiction at Stanford, pain and pleasure is actually processed in the same parts of the brain, which creates that teeter-totter of dopamine because you get the high and then you get the low. The pendulum swings one way and then it swings the other because they're created in the same part of the brain. And the brain's natural inclination is to want homeostasis. It wants to feel balanced. So as you go all the way to this high, it's going to swing you all the way to the low and then high, but like 80% and then low 80% and then high 40%, low 40%. You know, it kind of like swings back and forth, but eventually it does slow down and it comes to the middle. But that's why so many of us consistently have these cravings because we don't want to put up with the highs and the lows swinging back to homeostasis. We want to get the high forced again. We want to feel connected again. We want to feel less alone again. And that's why we go back to those codependent habits every single time. Our brain is basically like addicted to the up and down. So what do we do about it? Now that we understand the brain and understand the science, we can see that codependency really comes from this oxytocin and this dopamine. And we want to give those chemicals to our body in healthier ways because we want them, right? We don't want to work against them and say, you can't have that and restrict them because that is just going to make ourselves want to self-sabotage. It's going to make us want to self-sabotage and hurt ourselves more. So we need to give a replacement like Nora said. So the first thing that I would say that is so important is to do a dopamine fast. Can you actually fast from dopamine? Oh my gosh, it's kind of painful. Like you kind of feel burnt out and tired and shitty. If you can just take one week, 
Start with one day. Start with a one-day dopamine fast. You don't have to push yourself. Just start with one day. But if you can get to a whole week, that would be really powerful. Dopamine as in like social media and TV and vaping or smoking weed or drinking or even drama. Like drama is even this like dopamine up and down hit that I feel like so many people are addicted to. So first you're going to do a little dopamine fast for as long as you can. And then you're going to go in with the real dopamine replacements. You can do this during your fast because it's going to make it a lot easier. Like I was saying before, they talk about addiction and working with people addicted to heavy drugs. And so obviously this is a different situation, but I do see the parallels and I do see the mirroring. And basically I want you to lean into those real dopamine replacements to soothe the craving because you know you just want to feel good and that's okay like we don't have to judge ourselves for that it's neutral you know like we're just trying to do the best that we can do and operate the best that we can and we're learning as we go no judgment for ourselves or what we're doing we're just trying to make ourselves feel better in a healthier way now because we have the knowledge we have the information and you know you know that feeling when you're getting those dopamine hits from social media but then you feel burnt out and exhausted and overstimulated that's what happens when we lean into that fake dopamine or even leaning on relationships for that dopamine your partner fighting and making up you know like fighting and like having makeup sex like that is like such like a it's cheap dopamine like we want to live an expensive life baby so start investing in some real dopamine not actually saying it has to cost money i'm not saying that at all it actually doesn't have to cost money I go into the stream by my house and I dunk in the cold water and I don't have to pay for an ice bath session. Like find cold water, go jump in it, take a cold shower. That's free. Also getting into nature is a really great way to embrace real dopamine. Also, if you can do a sauna and ice bath, obviously that is amazing dopamine. There's so much backed evidence behind cold and heat exposure that will balance your dopamine and give you a healthy, healthy high. Quality time, real connection, vulnerable conversations. That is the connection that you are looking for. That will fulfill that dopamine and that oxytocin that you are looking for. Have impactful conversations. Even if it's with people that, you know, you don't know, just on like the street, like actually engage with people. It feels good to have heart to heart with people. It really does give you that natural high. Also create art, dance, movement is such a good natural high, such a good source of real dopamine sunlight is a beautiful source of natural dopamine it feels so good to be in the sunshine just walk outside literally just walk outside so try your dopamine fast kind of trying to let go of the pieces of dopamine that are no longer serving you and then go ahead and add real dopamine even like playing with a puppy playing with cats go to the humane society near you and volunteer play with the animals service is a great source of dopamine go and help go to women helping women and go help at a soup kitchen like Service is an amazing form of dopamine. How can you lean into those real forms of dopamine through art, through movement, through connection, through nature, through cold exposure? There's all these different options and I'm giving you lots so that you have so many to choose from and you can figure out what works for you. Another really great way to get that high of a dopamine in a healthy way is going into flow state in any way. Surfing, rock climbing, crocheting, crossword puzzles. And I have a whole episode that I'm going to release on the science of flow state, but it's just really powerful. It gives you a lot of dopamine, a lot of good feel-good chemicals. It's known as the most addictive state in the world, but it's healthy for you. It's good for you. So try to get into flow state. That'll also really help you along this process. The third thing that I want you to do is focusing on establishing your sense of self. 
Who are you when no one's around? Who are you when no one's in the room? These are the questions I want you to journal about. I want you to reflect on. I want you to ask yourself, what are your standards? What are your boundaries? What is your self-concept? What do you believe about yourself and your life? What do you believe that you are capable of? And how can you remind yourself that you are so capable and you are inherently worthy? Be honest with yourself when codependency is showing up. It doesn't have to be a good or bad thing, but you're noticing it to heal the pattern. So you can begin to supplement different forms of dopamine because really in this codependency, what I've realized through this research is that is what we are chasing. We're chasing that dopamine, that oxytocin. We're chasing feeling good through codependency. We're trying to fight the fear and fight the loneliness and fight the sadness by replacing it with something not long lasting. And we want to create more sustainable ability in our lives also doing shadow work to establish a better sense of self and going to therapy and processing trauma as you begin to dive into the darkness and dive into the deeper darker shadow parts of yourself you realize they're not actually that scary and they're a part of you and they just need some love and some attention and some healing so by doing these things you can establish a stronger sense of self and as you begin to establish this stronger sense of self you will begin to relieve this codependency because you will know who you are and you won't need to base how you feel about yourself out of anything outside of yourself when you begin from the root cause of strengthening your sense of self and strengthening your self-worth. The next thing is I want you to meet yourself with love and grace. If, If you're hearing all these things and you're like, fuck, like I suck, like I hate myself, like guys, like you can't hate yourself into the change you wanna create. You need to love yourself into the evolution. That's where the true sustainable change is going to be made. So meet yourself with love and grace. And then finally, practicing detachment. I'm currently reading The Mastery of Self, which talk about the Toltec beliefs, and they talk about detachment because attachment is taking something that is not you and making it a part of you. And whenever you are codependent, that's exactly what you're doing. So practicing detaching. And how do we actionably detach? First, awareness. Notice that you're attached to that. Can you begin to observe that pattern rather than being engulfed in it where you can't see five feet outside yourself? Everything else is foggy. If you step back, the fog will clear and you'll be able to observe it and notice it in a new light. Stop being so attached to the situation that you're in and just try to step back and try to notice. And as you notice, you will begin to just naturally detach. Like today with Mercury retrograde, like I was so frustrated at first. And then I was like, honestly, I can just record again. Like life goes on, shitty things happen. Like it's almost like not assuming problems are going to happen, but knowing that that is very possible and that's a part of life. And it's not about never having problems and having everything being absolutely perfect. What matters is how you handle conflict, how you handle those problems, how you move forward through it and how you allow yourself to be responsive rather than reactive. And when we begin to do this, we begin to detach. So the questions that I want you to write down and journal about are these three questions so that you can have these prompts to move forward with and process this information. One, what currently motivates you? Is it the fear of being alone? Is it the dopamine? Is it the oxytocin? Is it the feeling of belonging? Is it the feeling of being not good enough or good enough? Get real with yourself. Is it the internal motivation from self-love that is fueling you or is it external motivation from self-hate that is currently fueling you? Are you reaching for these very unsustainable short-term dopamine fixes or are you really leaning into bettering yourself and bettering your life? Number two, I know that's a big question, but write it down and go reflect on it. I promise this will really, really change your life. Number two, what are your standards with how you know you deserve to be treated? And if they aren't what you want them to be now, what would you like them to be? 
if your standards aren't the highest and you know you struggle with that and struggle with self-worth that's okay that's normal we're all learning we're all human but tell me like what would you want them to be what would you want your standards to be write those down and try to begin to embody them because once you have standards you base your choices and your decisions and the way that you're treated off of those standards then you really begin to believe in your own self-worth and strengthen your own sense of self so write about your standards and your boundaries and what you would like them to be and number three how can you work with your brain to meet your craving and needs do a brainstorm what real dopamine replacements feel good to you if you feel lonely can you go play with puppies and animals can you join some sort of club and community to you know support that interdependence that we were talking about earlier can you do cold showers and do cold exposure so that you can begin to fuel that real dopamine out of everything we talked today brainstorm which ways intuitively sound the best for you That's what I want for you. I want you to feel so deeply empowered because when we are all empowered within ourselves and we empower others, then we as a collective rise and we live in deep interdependence and that is the fucking goal. That is what I want for us. Okay, thank you guys for being a part of this episode. If you took notes, please share them with me. I feel like there were so many good, just like little pieces of uh, light today that was coming through and I'm just so, so grateful I got to talk with you guys even in the midst of Mercury retrograde and the shit show that I was experiencing earlier. Like coming on the mic, talking to you guys really does put me back in my purpose and in my soul and in knowing who I am. So I just appreciate you guys for showing up and listening so that I can continue to show up and do this. And I'm just so grateful for you guys. And let me know what you guys want me to talk about. DM me on Instagram, share with me where you are listening, tag at skinny dipping diaries. It's going to be linked below and at Sunday's KK. That's my personal voice memo me. Send me questions you guys have. I'm here for you guys. I'm here to support you. If you sent me a message and I haven't seen it, just go ahead and resend it and say a little, hey, bumping this. So it goes to the top of my feed because I do want to be responding to all your messages. And I'm so, so, so grateful for you guys. I love my skinny dippers. You guys are the fucking best. Like, I'm so lucky to have this community and I can't wait to be together all in real life and community someday very soon. I'm hoping to like put on some sort of retreat somewhere. And yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll feel very inspired in Bali and I'll bring us all there. You know, that's the hope. That's the wish also don't forget to support the sponsors because it helps me and supports the podcast especially like the free trials like just try out the free trials like it really does help me and don't forget to donate to the families below for maui it's all gonna be linked below i love you guys dearly and completely you're inherently fucking worthy Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. 
I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping.